Hey. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, what up, dude? What's up? This is my first podcast. That's your first one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Do you listen to podcasts? Uh, not really. I mean, when I was dating this chick up in uh, Bellingham, I listened to a lot of Joe Rogan. <laughs> dude, that's why I'm, I'm watching Joe Rogan right now. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> that's a funny... <laughs> you figured. Yeah. That's a funny yeah. coincidence. He was Western, bro. Come on. You know, yeah, Western. Western. He's probably pretty popular up there at Western. Oh yeah, no, I was I uh, I had a lot of Wazoo vibes when I went up there. So <laughs> that's funny. Wait, what? How you been, dude? Uh, good. You know, just doing the good old quarantine quarantining thing. You know, lost my bartending job on the fifteenth, and it's chill. I'm saving Where a lot was of money that? So. Oh, sorry. Sorry, what were you saying? Uh, I'm saving a lot of money not going to the bars. <laughs> <laughs> where was your uh, bartending job what where did you bartend oh um a little bit of everywhere to be honest but recently it was in redmond at a three lines pub shout out hope they open soon <laughs> <laughs> three lines is there one of those in Boston? yeah there's uh there's a uh, um two in redmond and then there's one in Boston. yeah yeah the one on main street right yeah, um, I love British pubs. Yeah, it's the soccer one, right? Yeah, they, we we always you know do really good pours, so <laughs> it's really cheap. Really? How much yeah. is a how much is a beer there? Um, a beer? Oh man, the prices went up from like freaking uh you know the uh, minimum wage going up. So, but you get like a twenty ounce beer for like seven dollars, like something like that. And if you know me, I just hook you up anyway. It's like to buy you a beer or something. Bring <laughs> <laughs> right. in the business. It, yeah, get that repeat, that repeat business. Yeah, no. If you're coming into my bar, like, and you bring some friends, we're we're gonna have a good time. <laughs> Wait, do you did you always like party with customers? Of course. Yeah, you go sit at the bar top after you get off of work, make, make yourself a shifty, and yeah, and then you just bar hop until two in the morning, and then you do it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. You, wait, how many years have you been working in restaurants? Oh, since I was uh, 21, um, I've worked at freaking six, like 12 restaurants in the past like four years, though. I was bouncing around a lot. <laughs> Could you name? Could you name? <laughs> you got wait. Do you say you got fired a lot? Yeah, I just learned you shouldn't really be hooking up with coworkers and. Oh you know. man. Yeah. That's why you got but fired. I was a cute little bus boy. <laughs> it's probably worth it. <laughs> oh no, it's definitely. In hindsight, definitely worth it. Yeah, dude. Because it's, it's really not that cool. hard to. It was just. Sorry, go. I was just gonna say it's not that hard to get another job at another restaurant, right? Nope. Easy peasy. Yeah. <laughs> I quit, leave one and I get a job the next day. Pretty <laughs> The next day. You just bring your yeah. resume in, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And could you uh, name it was hard to do my unemployment because I had to remember my past twelve or like eight jobs to fill out my unemployment. <laughs> like I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, could you name all 12 of the jobs? 
oh, here we go. Um, Ancient Bamboo Garden, Beardsley Public House, uh, Rhinehaus, Seattle, Rhinehaus, Leavenworth, Taquitos, Baffle, um, Jeff's wait, wait. House. You worked in Leavenworth? Yeah, I worked there for one weekend for Oktoberfest. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me about that. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. And then I worked at uh, McMinimins for three days. Um, and then I worked at Stack 571, the Whiskey Burger Place, near Paquitos for like four months. And then um, Bonefish and Bottle. Can't even yeah, you. That, I've, that I applied a, there. A, yeah, oh, God. I, I've interviewed there. Did you get the job? <laughs> no, I didn't get it. What did you interview and, for? It? Um, I was just going for like whatever, you know, anything. That was a while. That was years ago. Yeah. I, uh, so I literally uh, wanted to be a bartender so bad, I quit being a busboy, and then three weeks later became a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> How did you do that? Um, you apply to a restaurant that's opening, and then you get hired as a server with no experience, and then you uh, weed out all the other servers, and then uh, you wait for a bartending position to open up. And you get it, yeah. You study cocktails. I have I have like over 300 cocktails easily memorized. I memorized all the beers, wines, liquors. I used to work at a distillery for a little bit, so I know all my whiskeys and vodkas and gins. And all right, then, I have some questions. Wait, yeah. I have some questions now. What's so? What's your favorite type of beer? Oh, favorite type of beer. Oh, bud. Oh, it's going to be Pilsners and Lagers, specifically from Germany, those regions. I really love just like a like a Beck's beer or a, one of those. And then like I used to really be on the IPAs. My favorite yeah, I love IPA. I, yeah. yeah, my favorite IPA has got to be, oh, it's, got, it's just space dust, man. You yeah. can't go wrong. You can't go wrong and not get dusted on those things. <laughs> you got space dusted. <laughs> Yeah, and then my go-to drink, like a cocktail, is like a rum and coke, a fuck of Red Bull. I really got into Jaeger bombs recently, mm. and uh, yeah, those those are a little rough because yeah, I I don't know if I've checked. yeah. You have to wait. What's a Jaeger bomb exactly? Uh, Jaeger bomb is you drop a shot of Jaeger into half a glass of Red Bull, and then you chug it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's the, like a touchdown. It's uh, a touchdown is like uh flavored vodka in the Red Bull and then a uh, uh Irish car bomb is half Bailey's, half Jameson dropped into a pint of Guinness. And it tastes like chocolate milk. Ooh. That sounds good. Wait, so how long did you spend in Germany? Cuz I remember oh, you were right. always over there. So I dated a chick um, who uh, was a foreign exchange student at our high school in Bothell. And um, I went over there. I lived with her and her family for like three months. And I was in high school. So I went three okay. times. And then I went abroad from Wazoo for a semester. And I studied at um, a small little university called Universität Lufana. Lufan, I can't read my German so bad right now. <laughs> um, but... I was there a whole semester, and I went early, and I stayed late, and 
oh my god it was fun what, what was your favorite part about germany um that you can drink in public um alcohol super cheap um the red light district is super fun to go look at uh girls in windows you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds cool <laughs> yeah and i uh I took the train all the time to Amsterdam and smoked in Amsterdam before it was like legal in the U.S. So that was a good time. Does Amsterdam live up to the expectations? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Why is it, What makes it so great? Um, it's basically uh, uh, the place you go. Um, it. it it's a flight away from all the European places and it's in the middle of everything. So you get all the Irish people, you get all the British people. It's basically the Las Vegas of Europe. Mm. And That's there's cool. a lot of like, drugs there, like truffles and mushrooms were banned. And then they started making truffles, which had the same effect pretty much. <laughs> and uh, they pretty much legalized drug use, personal drug use pretty much. Do you think drugs should so. be legal? Do you think they should be legal here? Um, so weed's a really good one. Um, I don't think things that can trash your body really like a lot, like um, like ecstasy and like Molly and like cocaine and all that stuff and heroin. I don't think that should be legal. I think there should be more education about it. Where in Canada and in Amsterdam, they actually have like uh, places where you can actually like go and like uh, use your drugs, even though and it'll help you like not OD and mm-hmm. they try to get you help for rehabilitation. So mm-hmm. I think that's good. I think there's more awareness about drugs and not trying to like uh, push it on the rug and like um, kind of like have an Everett problem where it's like, it's not my problem. It's not my city. Uh, but people I've, yeah, I think certain ones, fun drugs, I call them fun drugs. There's good drugs and there's bad drugs. Which ones are your fun ones? Uh, like psychedelics. Um, if you yeah. do it with the right mindset and uh, environment, it could be really good for reflection and stuff like that. Um, and just like not overdoing it at all. It should be rarely used, in my opinion. But if you could go without using any drugs, like prescription drugs or like um, antidepressant, like and it, um, and I depressions like benzodiazepines those are really addictive and lead to like uh opiate abuse so i i really don't think people should really be always on prescription drugs but if you have the right doctor you should definitely like if it helps go for it like but less is more on them yeah yeah have you been to vancouver bc yeah i can't go to canada anymore because of my dui but um i've been i've been Upwards of eight times. Oh, yeah, because that city is, has a crazy drug problem, doesn't it? Um, I mean, so I always went on a street called Granville Street, and uh, it's in downtown uh, Vancouver, BC. And um, I never really ran into like I I just drank up there, and like I didn't even realize you could buy weed up there when it was like legal. But um, I, I thought it was always legal in Canada, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. You got to be like of age, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, uh, but I always got searched 
going over that border. Like they really, they searched the crap out of me every time I went over there because they found fireworks <laughs> in my car. Wait, you had fireworks in the car? Yeah, I was driving my buddy's car and um, it was like, you know, we had long hair and he was Asian and they're like, these guys, and they're like, what are you doing up here? I'm like, oh, we're going to go to the club and party. And they're like, yeah, pull over and like search the crap out of our car and held me in my car for like three three or four hours like at the border and then like um because he was drinking on the way up so we put all our empties in the trunk and so mm. there's like 10 empty corona bottles in the back and they're like they're corona drinking yeah corona <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so, go on uh, yeah they breathalyzed me and stuff and tried to arrest me but they got nothing on me so that's good dang yeah. that sounds scary yeah, I mean, Jeez. you got to be very careful traveling, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, what else is You can't even bring over uh, American weed over the border. You get in trouble. So. Oh, yeah, they'll probably smell that or search you, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. What, else, what else is going on? You, you oh, working? yeah, so. Hmm? Go on. Uh, a new thing about me that I haven't really told you about is I worked for a lot of raves and shows like Paradiso and festivals. Oh, what'd you do? Um, uh, so I was basically a personal assistant where I followed around uh, basically circus performers that would be fire spinning, stilt walking. They would just be cotton candy unicorn girls, for instance, or like little mushroom girls. And I would basically like follow them around and make sure they got to their set. And if they had any anxiety panic attacks, I would help them out with that. Um, and so I basically got into shows and worked for shows for free for a little over a year. So I went to like around 12 shows. Dang. Like but over a year. Was, was it all circus performers that you were working for? Yeah, basically. So I had a purple shirt on and uh, I was working for USC events which um, is got sued because they didn't pay any of their artists or performers. Um, and then they sold their rights to Insomniac. And then they were going to put on a new festival instead of Paradiso. They're going to put on Beyond Wonderland. And that got canceled because of the coronavirus. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to have any shows. It's kind of a bummer. I'm not going to have like any shows this summer, probably, till this stuff like kind of pans out. Yeah. You know? Your whole schedule got canceled. Yeah, my job got canceled. I'm not essential. Yeah. With a bartending is definitely essential. So I don't know what the government was thinking on that one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tried bartending Dude, from home for a little bit, but I just kept getting myself hammered. So. <laughs> yeah. You're working from home? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like an interesting job, though, with a circus. Yeah, so basically, uh, I had a lot of privileges working with very, um, very, very cool chicks. Um, all of them had their own little uh, quirks and perks, but um, they were basically a lot of people that used to be like strippers or dancers or bikini princess fans, and it's a little bit more healthy to like be a performer where you don't have to take your clothes off and get paid for it. And it's like, it's really healthy, I think. Wait, yeah, so what were some of the different circus performer jobs that they did uh so there's something called poi where you um 
have like balls that are on fire and you have like uh uh like a hula hoop that's on fire and you spin it around you yourself and stuff and um and then a lot of the dancers do something called flow and so you can either get a like a ribbon or hula hoops or you can just flow on your own with your arms and uh basically that took a lot of practice for them to do and what do you spin around your arm oh sorry go ahead so yeah, what did, so, um, were they what were they spinning around their arm? Oh, um, uh, uh, basically you dip it in like kind of like tiki fluid, but not exactly tiki fluid. It's like a mixture of like gasoline and like kerosene, kind of. Mm-hmm. And uh, they light it on fire and spin it. Basically, it's like on a, a long rope, and you can get really really cool, cool effects from it too. Wow, and what kind of yeah. effects? Um, like, so, um, uh, like, uh, they basically just spin it around themselves so quick and it looks so crazy and they can just like throw it up in the air and catch it. And, uh, I worked with a lot of people that, uh, were acrobats too. They went up, uh, they got pulled up into like a ring and they were like basically 50 to a hundred feet above the ground and just spinning on ribbons and stuff really hard on your legs you end up getting bruises all over yourself and it's crazy jeez that's a yeah underrated profession yeah no wait so how so how'd you get that job oh right yeah that's what i'm about to tell you so when i worked at a bar in shoreline it was attached to a dispensary called kush club i worked at a bar called costello's bar and eatery it's not closed sadly but i gave this awesome chick named luna um free soda water and bars for like three months and it took her like three or four months to even basically talk to me and then out of nowhere she kind of just asked me and she was like hey do you want to go to paradiso and i'm like well i don't have any money for it she goes that doesn't matter you can just look like be my guest i was like no way so i drove this jeep with no ac the windows were broken in it and I drove three of these dancers all the way over to the freaking gorge. And I was basically kind of like their uh, their boyfriend, basically, with no benefits out of it for four days. <laughs> Where's Whoa. my tool? Where's my dad pen? Where's my cell phone? Can I call home? Like, oh, my God. Dude, sounds like a Quentin Tarantino movie, dude. It is hard work. <laughs> so you didn't know what you were getting yourself into? I had no idea, but I freaking killed it. And they wanted me back basically at the next show. So it's really hard to get into that group. It was called, uh, it was like a paradiso performer. And it's really hard to get into the group. And if you mess up, like uh, if you talk to a girl wrong, you're out. So I was always on my best behavior. Nice, man. That sounds like a really fun job. But that's like something you want to just keep doing? Uh, yeah, it's possible, but it's not looking really too uh, promising right now because um, we, we can't go in large groups, and of course that's what like all the music industry is getting hit really hard right now because of the, the coronavirus and pandemic stuff. Um, so maybe in like three or four months or something when it clears up, that's that's a possibility. But I've been watching a lot of live streams. Oh, yeah? And those what have you been watching? I, I would recommend um, uh, Dylan Francis, who does a uh, 
DJ Handel. This is the other Handel, his other DJ thing. I mean, he's like, it's a lot of housey, good house, like, dudes and cats music, and it's like, it's really good for you. Like, it's good to get away from all that bass head music, like, uh, like dubstep and Skrillex and stuff, and we're just headbanging all the time. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have, to- <laughs> Have I been to, I've never been to a rave. You gotta go, man. <laughs> you gotta go. Lots of race booty, lots of lots of uh, decisions to make, and it's the lights are amazing, like the laser shows. And um, I honestly had water bottles explode in my pocket before because of how loud the speakers are. Like it is insane. <laughs> wow, that's a good way to describe how loud they are. Water bottles oh, yeah. explode. Jeez. <laughs> And uh, we're a really, really, really cool community. Like, we keep you accountable for your actions. This one guy brought in his dog to a show just for girls to meet the dog, basically. Yeah. And having ear protection and all that stuff. And so we roasted him. He got blacklisted from all of the shows, Mm. basically. And so, basically, it's just a really good little Ray family. It's called Poor you know, peace, love, unity, and respect, and you keep each other accountable. Everyone's pretty much accepted, and um, you can just do whatever you want, basically, and that's the whole point. You know, you got to have fun in life, so. That sounds fun. So it's like when you're, wait, so, so what else is new with you? Um, Not much. I'm single right now. I mean, I was dating some, like, questionable girls recently, and it's just like, Kind of need to take this quarantine time a little, just to reflect on my own like decisions and stuff like that. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time to reflect. Yeah, that's funny. Um, what, but, do you have roommates? Yeah, I, some, yeah, I have two roommates. Uh, Laura, okay. she's bomb. Um, and then my cousin Kevin. I've been living with my cousin Kevin for like two years now, and we love we love it. It's, I live in a house in Shoreline. Oh, cool. Is he, yeah. is Kevin older or younger? He is one year younger and he was bartending with me actually um, at Paquitos. Okay. We were busboys and servers and he got promoted to a bartender within a year, which is unheard of. It's in, it's almost impossible to do that. It's like when I did it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's, it's impossible, but only I can do it. <laughs> no, I, it's literally like uh, people work for three to five years in a restaurant to even get the chance of being even a bar back or a server. So you have to start as basically a busser. It's called front of house. You go busser to a host, like a host busser, and then you do food running, and then you do what's called an expediter where you read tickets and you uh, check out all the food, make sure it's correct, and you communicate with the chefs and the servers. This is the hardest job in the restaurant is, is being an expo. Why it is, is it the, the most hardest? stressful? It's you have to uh, time food. You have to make sure um, it goes out on time. And if you don't, the servers get mad at you. The chef gets mad at you. I've been, I've been, oh, I've been reamed for messing up food and tickets. Like mm. I was a little bit too over at work, and I sent the wrong food to the wrong table, and I just, I just get reamed for it. Like, oh my god! But it's so worth it at the end. Um, and then from an expo, once you learn all the food, then you can be a server. 
and then you'd be a server for like a year or two, and then you have might have a chance to be a bartender. Maybe. Maybe. So how how come some people can make it to bartender so quick, you think? Oh, I, I honestly, me and Kevin are really good at memorizing cocktails. We like to show up work to work. Um, we're always happy, whether we're hungover or not. <laughs> we usually are. <laughs> usually are. <laughs> yeah, we're usually nursing the hangover from hell, like, and still making you your drinks. Like, you got to be nice to your service industry people right now, especially um, all of my friends lost their jobs all at the same day. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, what? Yeah. yeah, what's your? When do you think restaurants will come back? What's your prediction there? Um, they were saying so. At first, it was two weeks, right? No, nope, extended. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then they're saying, and then they extended it to last of this month, and then they extended it to May fourth, which is like the day before, like um, going to mile, which would be nuts. But I think they're going to extend it again, at least to June, and I think that's a good idea. Like, if we're going to take it seriously, might as well just go the full way, you know? If we're going to screw oh, up yeah. our economy and, like, send out a stimulus package and, like, have no one working at all this unemployment, like, at least see it out. Like, our, our president should take it a little bit more seriously than he is, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. What else? Um, what well, else? You got anything for me? Um. Uh, you know, still thinking about you, bud. Like we had a good time growing <laughs> up together, and uh, yeah, dude. Was, of course, it was fun to. Uh, I think I think I hung out with you like one time uh, at a Super Bowl party once, and I I got a little bit there and I had to leave. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When when was this Super Bowl party? Um, Recently. Yeah, uh, it, it was when you were at Wazoo. You you weren't there for very long. Oh, at Wazoo. Okay. Yeah, you're oh, oh, it was at Henry. It was at Henry and Taven's house. Yeah. Yep. It was at the greenhouse. Yeah. Oh, I know it was the greenhouse, man. <laughs> Remember, yeah, I know. It was the Seahawks. It was. It was the Seahawks Super Bowl, probably. Right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's when the, it's when we won it. Remember? Yup. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, no, I don't remember. I got too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Wait, I was back oh, yeah. I was dating this uh, other chick from Bellingham. That didn't work out too much. She actually transferred to Wazoo for me, and I stopped going there. <laughs> <laughs> wait, she wait. You're saying that she transferred to Wazoo for you, and then how how much later did you break up with her? Um, we actually kept dating, dude. <laughs> for like a lot for a lot longer. Yeah, I had. I've had three long distance relationships in my life and I am never doing that ever again. Um, I think we broke up because um, I think she dumped me actually. I forgot what I did. Yeah. Okay. I've I've been so many relationships, Chris. It's it's unbelievable. (laughs) You're uh, you're like uh, Vince Vaughn or something from swingers. Um, Have you seen seen swingers? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Isn't that a great movie? Know. Yeah, that's a good one. Dude, uh, he always you, calls. Always been a movie buff. <laughs> yeah, dude. Buff with movies, dude. <laughs> that's that's like the. You still original. got all the. Uh, you still got all the World Series baseball, like memorized all the teams that won every year. You still got that memorized, bro? Just ask me a year. I, I know. know. Just ask me. Just start giving me a year right now. 
Uh, Let's prove it to the people. 1970. 1970. Um, that's a tough one. Uh, Baltimore Orioles. You, dude. Just <laughs> I, I remember dude. when you did it, and I was so jealous of you. Wait, like, the funny thing is, the funniest thing is, you just take my word for it, and you don't. You're not even looking it up, but you're just taking my word for it, right? Yeah. Well, I, I just, saw it in person. Oh. Oh yeah, you've tested me. You've you've tested me, right? I've seen it in person. You've done it in person. Yeah, because yeah, I've, I've, I've asked you like 10 times, 10 different years, and you get it like quick, like, <laughs> but geez. but we could be cheating. We could be cheating on our trivia at a bar, you I'm, know, for I'm not drinks, cheating. but we don't do that. I'm not cheating right, not right now. <laughs> do, you, do, you guys do, <laughs> do you guys do trivia at your bars? Uh, I did trivia at one of the bars I worked at, and there's always someone on their freaking phone cheating their ass off. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you're not yeah. supposed to go on the phone. Yeah, I have some crazy bar stories. Yeah, what's um, what's yeah. a key tell one? Um, I'll tell you. Do you have a good one? one. Uh, I met this chick at J Pub, and I told her she could come in, and she <laughs> proceeded to get absolutely thrashed where I had to cut her off. She tried flirting with me for more drinks and stuff that wasn't working. And then we have steel darts at our work. And so I yeah, had to go like for a little bit. Wait, sorry. Um, what do you have? Steel darts. So basically we have dart leagues. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we play against the other bars and like all that stuff. But we have like uh, darts you can give out to like just regular bar people. And mm-hmm. I had to go take them away from her. And because she was throwing them way too hard, and you're not allowed to do that, so I had to go be daddy bartender and go take it away because you ruined it. And while I was doing that, she tried to, like, grab me and make out with me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um, you're, you're like a, a, mag, a magnet for ladies, though, right? Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's fun. You, there's something about, like, being a bartender where you just, you know, you have all the booze. Like, it's the best. Like, oh, well, that's, that's true. The bartenders are... flirting with some cougars for some tips. For some tips. Yeah. <laughs> do, you think, do you think bartenders get flirted with just a lot in general? Oh, yeah. It's a very hard position to get into, as I was telling you, and it's a lot of responsibility. Um, I got good mm-hmm. at uh, knowing people's limits, making sure they're not mixing them with their drugs, make sure they're not stoned, if they can, if they can drink and smoke at the same time. And Like, I got really good at, like, knowing people's cues. Um, I was prided myself on um, having girls feel comfortable in my bar as well. Like, if some guy says anything derogatory or does anything weird towards you, he's out. He can't come back to the bar. That's good. Yeah. 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 Um, but ooh, I got, I got, I got, I got a story for you. Uh, yeah, man. This is uh, that my first uh, bartending job uh, at Itchen Fang Brew Garden, and I was uh, hooking up with one of my uh, coworkers. Uh, she, was, her name is I'm not gonna say it, but I'll just like yeah, make up a name, Jessica, even though that's okay. totally not her name. And right. uh, she gave me um, a Polaroid, okay, of herself. And mm-hmm. I kept it in my server book. And I went to a table to explain which wines we had to two older ladies. 
who were just pounding wine bottles. And it was great. <laughs> and I left my list of wine there, and they took it out. They took out the list of wine from my server book. And behind it, they saw the picture of Jessica. And she <laughs> was working at the time. And mm-hmm. I've never been so embarrassed in my entire life. It was an inappropriate picture? It was a very tasteful photo. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's so funny. The, the old lady saw it, though? Oh, they both saw it, and they both literally cannot stop laughing at me the entire night. So. <laughs> That's funny. But they're already wasted, right? I, I mean, how many... Like three bottles of wine deep, not that bad. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. That's a good story, dude. Yeah, I got, man. I got a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude. Oh, I mean, Wazoo. I I really don't like to relive the Wazoo ones, but they're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got yeah a lot of Pullman memories, right? Yeah. It's fun. I mean, that's Dude. pretty much my life in a nutshell. I, I rave, I go to festivals, I bartended, I went to college, um, and always, always had a drink in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's like your life motto. <laughs> yeah, I had a new, a new job, a new girl, pretty much every freaking month, and like, or even more frequently than that. So I was really bouncing around a lot, and like, this time in quarantine is really... Uh, been nice to just really just relax and just find a new hobby and not worry about any of that stuff. Have you found a new hobby? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I just, I, I'm almost to my wit's end with like cleaning and uh, organizing things. And um, I have not uh, laid off all the uh, partying so far. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I still need a little bit more. I've been chasing tail around all freaking quarantine, too. Dude, sound like Vince Vaughn from Swingers. I'm telling you. <laughs> There's something about people being lonely and bored and not <laughs> making, and want you to come over all the time. Because you got, it's what, what's that saying? Like, free time, idle time gives the devil's hands work or whatever, you know? Yeah, dude. That's so right? true. Dude, what was I gonna? I was gonna say. Remember when we floated the Snohomish River? Remember that? Oh yeah, the river, dude. I floated dude, the we, river a couple more times after that. Yeah, but wait, what was the name of the? No, that was the well, that was the Icomish River in Monroe, and it was a slow-moving river, bro. A better river is the the Snohomish uh, River. So well, we river. did the we did the Skycomish River. Yeah, with uh, Michelle. Yeah, and what was Michelle, the name of that friend? Dude? What was his name? His name is Lancelot, and he's That's a right. DJ. <laughs> and he's what? Yeah, it's D- he's a DJ now. And he's a DJ? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, remember what? when he drank, like, two 40s and <laughs> um, flipped over his raft, and he caught – I don't know how he caught, like – his sunglasses and his flip flops and his forty ounce, but I was only worried about the forty. <laughs> we running out of catch the forty. <laughs> he caught he caught the forty. Yeah, he did. Catch 
test the four. It's so hot from the sun and it's so gross. I can't believe you drank all of it. Like, oh my Dude, god. I'm gonna write that down right now. Catch the forty is gonna be the name of this episode. Catch the forty. Yeah, yeah. Catch the forty. <laughs> Dude, wait, no. But the funniest thing about that was, remember that we floated for like. Ten hours. Oh, dude! Do you For remember that? Sake, bro, we floated all day. I was freezing my nuts off after that. Dude, but we it was it was dark by the time we finished. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it, it, you lose track of time when you're uh, just floating on the river, and you realize that you're going so freaking slow, and you run out of alcohol, and now you're cold. Yeah, we were way too high up on the river. Like Michelle should not have put us in that starting point. Like, how many miles do you think we went? I oh, miles on a river? It's not that much. It's probably we probably only went like two or three miles. Really? You you think we were going that that slow? Well, well, ten hours and we were moving like God. It was we were moving only four miles per hour. Yeah. <laughs> it was slow moving river. Yeah, we were going real slow. Yeah, but we did. Then, uh, but the, the thing is, I had we, to share an inner tube with your big butt for like oh, three yeah. hours. <laughs> Dude, but the thing is, we we stayed on the river the whole time. We didn't get out, did we? <laughs> we right? Yeah my uh, my next river trip I went on. By the way, I went with twenty hostesses. Oh, dude, you're like Van. You're like you're Van Wilder, dude. You're Van Wilder, dude. Oh no, the the hostesses are always like seventeen to eighteen, and it's always it's it's horrible. They're it's always a bad idea. They're always like. <laughs> Wait, you I mean they're, they? You mean they're seventeen, they're like eighteen years old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like really bad at holding their booze, and so they get just absolutely trashed on a bunch of Mike's Hard Lemonades, and they're like, well, they're really funny. Well, well, they're underage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah, that's fine. Is your game? <laughs> yeah, they're like, okay. Like, Wait, so, so what happened? Bartenders, too. It was fine. Like, So what happened? We made sure um, everyone was safe, okay? <laughs> what happened on the, the next river trip? Did anything crazy go down? Uh, I, I literally got so trashed, I didn't know where to pull out of the river, and I was still <laughs> stuck. And I um, got out on a freaking farmland, like, and we had to leave all wait. of it. I was on private <laughs> property. Oh, no. Dude. And little girl, people... Megan, Megan, she's so dope. She called one of, like, her like her brother to come pick us up, and he did. He was awesome. <laughs> And then so we how, went to uh, the Matador in Redmond after that and got trash. I couldn't even believe <laughs> I was told. Wait, you said you were already trash beforehand, right? Yeah, I got more trash. Yeah. Uh, Matador. Dude, wait. So you're you're pretty good at drinking, aren't you? Oh like yeah. You can you can hold your booze, right? Yeah. Um, I actually have about twenty shotgunning videos. And chugging videos, I can shotgun like a white claw in like two or three seconds or something like that. Well, shotgunning it, it's supposed to be fast, right? Shotgunning. Yeah. Well, um, I people think shotgun the, the white biggest, claws. Yeah, I, I can. I it's it's really hard. They're really carbonated, but you can really get those down pretty quick if you really want to. Um, I I really like the watermelon one. 
<laughs> anything but black so, cherry, bro. <laughs> anything but black cherry, bro. Oh, Wait, are you a, are you a fan of White Claws? Uh, yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, um, pretty much whatever I can get my hands on, you know. Um, someone left a bunch of Bud Light oranges here the other day, and I was like, oh, I could barely drink those. Bud Light orange. Um, yeah, it's like Bud Light, but orange, and it tastes like <laughs> crap. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that just reminds me of remember in remember in soccer when we used to have orange slices at halftime. Oh yeah, that just it's is exactly what I thought what of. It tasted like it tasted like uh, someone see, took see, a bunch of orange peels and squeezed them into a Bud Light. See, there you go. That's what so my mind went to the right place when I just I thought of the orange slices. <laughs> yeah, my my roommate Laura said it tasted like fruity pebbles. Which I did not believe, but you know. Dude, I'm I'm more of a cocoa pebbles guy than fruity pebbles. And maybe they were cocoa pebbles. Oh yeah, uh, oh I'm more into cocoa pebbles. Like oh, the drink of the chocolate milk after that is like so good. What's um, your favorite cereal? Yeah. Favorite cereal? Cam Crunch. Boom. Ca- which one? Uh, just normal. <laughs> original, original. <laughs> yeah. OG. Dude, I feel it. OG. I feel yeah. OG. Uh, and <laughs> just while we're still on the topic, um, yep. so the. The hardest thing I've ever shotgunned in my entire life. Oh yeah, there you go. Was yeah. was um I was about like eight ish drinks in like at a derby up in yeah. Marysville. I went to a Wait, racetrack. Oh a derby. It, it's when they raced a bunch of like boom bugs and like um like go like basically like souped up go karts. Is it dirt um, a dirt track? Yeah, dirt. You yeah. got to bring um, goggles, otherwise you won't be able to see anything. <laughs> okay. Um, goggles. And, wow. Yeah, because the, the, the dirt flies up so quick, and it's just, like, it's just really loud, like, and, like, it's really fun to watch. Anywho, um, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I took, like, a couple shots of fireball in the van, shot a couple cores lights in the van, got to the racetrack. And then I sat next to my friend Aaron, dope guy, by the way. I'm hanging out with him later tonight. Um, uh, he uh, sat next to me, and he had a Immortal Elysian Tallboy, the 16-ounce IPA. Oh, those are and, good. And he said, hey, I bet you won't. And I'm like, but I won't what? But you won't shotgun this, <laughs> like, IPA? And I'm like, bet. I freaking slammed the thing. <laughs> and... It Dang. almost like it was really rough to get down. It was really, really rough. But then, like the buzz afterwards was like a like crazy. So it was good. I almost threw up though. <laughs> Do you ever yeah, throw up from drinking? Uh, yeah. There's a bunch of times where like uh, you just go a little overboard. It's more like when I was younger. Um, I kind of know like where my body is now. Um, like. I know when to stop drinking if I'm going to throw up. Like, but it's all about you know eating before. Um, it's about uh, knowing which alcohol is good in your uh, body. Like some people are allergic to gin or like vodka is never good. Tequila, I can't do tequila. Like, that literally, oh, I yeah. can't even do a shot of tequila anymore. Really? Really? Yeah. Tequila, yeah, I can't do it. I can you. put it in a margarita and it's fine. But as soon as you give me like even a nice shot of tequila, I I, I could barely do it. Like, dude, gin is because of snowmageddon. Remember when it wait, what's that? for like two weeks? When, oh wait, when you were not in Washington, were you? When was this? So this is like last year. 
around like I, I February was, or April. Uh, oh, I was in Pullman. Note so was, much here that we had to close down all the schools and uh, works for like two weeks, and um, yeah, yeah. like we drank so much tequila that I can't drink it anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> one of my friends got <laughs> alcohol poisoning. Um, what happened to them? Uh, well, I just had to like buy them some Pedialyte and um, get them some crackers, you know, give them oh, some crackers okay. to get them all back up. No, they were fine. Okay, that's good. Yeah, but they didn't die or anything. But it was—it's basically like a hangover that doesn't go away, and it's re- really, really bad. So you're like hella dehydrated. Dude, yeah. You seem like a pretty big drinker. Have you? Have you ever like? What's the longest break you take from drinking? Oh, a year and a half. Oh, you took a year and a half off. Yup. Wait, when was that? Um, when I was twenty-three. I'm 27, so uh, yeah. when happy I went birthday. to like, happy birthday, yeah, birthday. man, <laughs> yeah, dude, of course. But but why did you take a that long break? Oh, uh, the courts, bro. <laughs> oh oh, the court. Wait, what? Yeah, oh, I, when you, you never told me. Um, you got to go to like um. Uh, counseling and like drug tests and stuff like that but after that all cleared up I still didn't drink for like six months it was like it was really it was really entertaining because then I found out like I wasn't really uh drinking wasn't really my problem really it was like uh I found out I was more addicted like addicted to like sex and relationships than I was drinking so that was cool that I learned that about myself (laughs) (laughs) you're learning about yourself (laughs) yeah Do, do you think sex addictions are real thing Absolutely. Absolutely. Really? Uh, really? Yeah, you could. Um, How? I, Why? I, I, uh, it's just, it's, it's all about priorities, Chris, here. So Wait, don't, if I don't put you my think one every... priority into one thing, um, and also, uh, sex is definitely addicting. You get oxytocin, dopamine, and serotonin from it, and um, you can literally uh, be addicted to it for sure. Like porn stars are definitely addicted to it. Um, it's just like a rush kind of thing. Um, I always got into really bad relationships. What I found out. Don't you think everybody's kind of addicted to it? You know. Yeah, but you know what um, I'm saying? mine was more <laughs> damaging. So um, basically, the uh, the three like the key items to know if you're like an alcoholic or a drug addict or a sex addict is basically if you keep doing it with consequences, mm-hmm. um, and it affects affects you and your people around you to a degree, and that you can't you can't change it and you can't do anything about it without having any uh, intervention between it. So um, basically. Uh, uh, drinking or smoking weed or anything like that, but if you do it to where you have to do it all the time and it, it, it starts making you like homeless or like ruining a bunch of your relationships, I definitely been in deep dark places where I didn't have any support systems where I was just being one chick for like, and uh, she kept like taking away my support systems like uh, my cousin or my twin brother and so where I was like in a very not good spot and it gave me an anxiety attack actually. So like there's a lot of, a lot of uh, different things you get to do. Jeez. 
Yeah. How's, no, how's, bro, how's, trust me. <laughs> it just sounds serious. But yeah, how's no, uh, how's Christopher, by the way? You mentioned him. Oh, Chris is killing it. He has a girlfriend now. Um, What's he, he doing? He's an electrician. A what? He's an, an electrician. He's making buku bucks right now. Where's he live in Seattle? Uh, he lives in a studio in Kirkland. In Kirkland. Um, oh, that's nice. Yup. Yup. Yep. Cool, dude. Yeah. That's good then, to hear. Uh, yep. And then Tim's still doing really good. Um, congrats good. on our brothers for being sober. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where Where does Tim live? Is he in Seattle too? Uh, he's living at, he's crashing at my parents' place in Kirkland. So my parents have a Lake Chelan house, which is really cool. That's where they're retiring. Um, yeah. My dad built a house from the ground up up there. It's crazy. Your dad built a house? Uh, he did a lot of work on it, um, but he had a lot of contractors come out and, like, do the stuff he couldn't do. But basically, he he did a lot of the work up there. Uh, I painted the house. Chris did electrician work. Uh, and Tim did drywall on it. It's a team effort for the family. Yup. It's a dope, I, dope house. Really? That's cool. Yep. He has a theater room. He's going to build a pool soon. It's really cool. So are they already living out there? Uh, They're downsizing. Since the COVID, they're actually taking retirement, I think, soon. Um, yeah. Not really sure. Because, um, yeah. And then, uh, but, uh. Yeah, they're gonna move up there soon, but they're down, they have an apartment in Kirkland that they come home to. Nice, cool. Yeah, and and yeah, then my dad worked worked at mm-hmm. Boeing for literally his whole life, so this is like what he's been working for for like over thirty years. Like it's crazy. I'm so happy for him. Yeah, he he probably made a really good living working for Boeing, right? <laughs> What's he do? What did he do for Boeing? Uh, he's a mechanical, chemical, robotics, basically, engineer. So he helped the planes be painted and uh, all that kind of stuff. So he watched the painters paint. Like, he literally watched paint dry for so. <laughs> <laughs> Did he use that joke a lot? Of course he does. Come on. The best yeah. joke. <laughs> yeah. And then does your sister live in Seattle or Spokane? Seattle. She graduated from Gonzaga and she's doing so good. She's like the only person that graduated from college, basically, in our family. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, you never finished up? I mean, I got a two-year AA degree in mechanical engineering and I have a minor in German. Like, that's what I got. Where'd you get that AA from? Uh, Everett Community College. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when, and then when did when did you get that? Uh, I got that like two years ago or something. <laughs> it was very oh, hard. Right. Trust me, thermodynamics was really hard. Dude, I would never. T- <laughs> yeah, man, that's not my field either. Well, I mean, it's yours, but definitely not uh, mine. Yeah, it, yeah, I'd rather just take history, bro. Like, I aced history, history. at Wazoo, and I should have just did that. Like, come on. Is history your favorite? Was that your favorite subject? If I could go back and uh. Reading all my education all over again, I would do international business. That's what mm. I would do. Uh, one of the requirements is you study abroad, and boom, I already did that. So, <laughs> <laughs> you're a big traveler, right? You like traveling. Yes, 
I traveled basically from 19 to 23. I've been to Australia, Amsterdam, Germany three times. I went to Canada, like, yeah, like eight times. Um, I've been to most places around the U.S. Um, I've been to, what's it called again, Switzerland. Oh, wow. um, Yeah. My favorite place, though, is Germany. There's something about German girls. (laughs) <laughs> oh in australia did i say australia yeah wait where were you in australia brisbane brisbane it's, which part it's of on the coast the, the right side of the coast where there's the great barrier reef and okay. uh, i went surfing there got sunburnt um yeah i was visiting my friend erin uh she's a really cool girl and how long were you over so, there just a month that's a good long time, though. Just a month? Yeah. 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 I uh, drove on the uh, other side of the road because it's, like, slipped over there. And um, I kept almost getting run over by cars because I kept looking the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> told the koala, like, wow. surfing. I went scuba diving for the first time. Was that fun? Yeah. Oh, extremely fun. Was it scary? Really scary when you start sinking and you can't float. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god. But I would not I recommend won't... scuba diving hungover by the way. <laughs> what what makes it so tough? Uh that you have to like uh breathe all the time and also just being hungover, um would not recommend doing that. <laughs> what what's an activity that is good to do when hungover? You know, like oh, um, definitely drink. Replenish. Uh, uh, so having a dog, I mean, I appreciate people doing that, but that kind of just masks the problem, and you're just gonna be more hungover later. Um, oh yeah. But I would recommend drinking Pedialyte. It's not just for babies. Um, get some really good like salty food that you that you definitely need, and like hash browns. Just just start attacking the hangover, like uh. Um, you, even smoking weed really helps your hangovers for some people. Um, oh yeah, I was going to ask you about weed. Um, what was I going to ask about it? Because you were talking about like sex addiction, so I was going to say, do you think like weed addiction is a real thing too? Uh, I've definitely dated a girl that would need to take eight dabs before she even woke up in the morning to go to like work. Um, <laughs> if that if that is not something that she needed all the time where she um relies on it then i don't know what will like and dabs are like a whole yeah go yeah, ahead oil yeah, yeah. yeah. dabs oil we had like this really cool like elephant dab rig um, mm. elephant. Yeah. yeah but you, there's you can have too much of a good thing um i i think um I think uh, it's, the, it's more of a, like a psychological effect versus uh, like a physical effect for when you uh, smoke weed and you kind of need it all the time. Helps with people's anxieties, gives them anxiety, gives them munchies. It's kind of um, everything in moderation, basically. If you need eight dabs to go to work, uh, I think you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so you think like people like trick themselves into thinking that they need it kind of? Yeah, it should just be used healthily. Like you can, you can definitely overuse. Yeah, because it's not like 
It's not physically addicting, really. I think it's more a psychological thing. Oh, yeah, totally. It's all in the head. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, some people some people just like it and enjoy it, though, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know. <laughs> um, it definitely, it's just, it's you know, it's not for everybody. Um, I've had uh, uh, someone who I was dating. It's always someone I'm dating. Jesus. Yeah, you date uh, a lot. She, Dude, you're, she had you're uh, seizures from smoking too much. So Seizures? Yeah. Wait, really? What would happen? She would, dang, she would, from smoking. And I don't know if it was, like, her underlining stuff or something about that, but, like, yeah. Like she, yeah, she definitely, there. she definitely had some underlying stuff, you know, because that's not yeah. a normal thing. But, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if she smokes, she pokes, whatever we said. So. Wait, what do you say? If she smokes, she what? Oh, she pokes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's, that's dirty. <laughs> but, I mean, I think some people are good at, like, using it creatively and stuff but yeah some yeah if definitely... you're using it creatively um where you're not relying on it as i said to wake up and go to like work and just like you can you can be so stoned that you escape life but if you want to use it in a creative environment go for it um and then definitely kind of do checks on your own like you know try not smoking for like three days or five days get your tolerance down you know and just kind of see how they feel about it and then dude that's you know. that's where the that's where they separate the men from the boys <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude, i'm not even yeah. kidding dude i'm did you yeah. hear how you, real my you, voice sounded <laughs> yeah if you, you, hear if you real really think that you uh don't need it try try going and chill like not doing it for a week and see what happens <laughs> but dude, and, no, and I know then, what you then mean. Reevaluate if you really need it, bro. Like, <laughs> I know what you mean. But my thing is, I'm always about like living life to the fullest and like enjoying, like enjoying life. You know what I'm saying by that? Yeah, I, but, I totally understand. Um, I know what you mean, yeah, though. When for me being hmm? in the, the the rave scene as heavily as I was, um, I definitely saw people abusing drugs. And uh, like seeing the falls from it, I had a lost a close friend from an OD that was like um, showing the mm. the shows with me all the time. So mm. yeah, yeah, I think some some drugs are definitely like scarier if you're using them a bunch, like uh, like like ecstasy, right? Yeah, wouldn't that be bad so if you're using that bunch? Three different types of like ecstasy I know about that like going around right now. There's something called Sassafras. It's more of like a psychedelic molly. It's called MDA. And there's like MDA, which is like your normal kind of molly. But uh, and then there's also press pills, which is ecstasy, which has meth, half meth or half coke and uh, MDMA in them. And those are like insane. You'll the like... One with um, the half coke. Yeah, they're, they're, it's just like you don't really don't know what's in your drugs. Uh, I always say for people that do do that um, to test them, um, and um, yeah, don't don't buy from shady people at the shows. Um, people How do you test have them? Been people like fake stuff, like uh, bath salts, like crazy stuff. So, 
Wow. Like yeah. oregano. You can just order a little uh, a little test kit online and you put a little dot on it. If it turns yellow, throw it away. If it turns purple, eat it. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like a pregnancy test. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh God, no, don't, no, don't bring that up, <laughs> dude. Wait, wait. Now I have to ask. Now I have to ask about that. Now, I'm like, you, have you? You're not a father, are you? <laughs> oh no. I mean, I really haven't checked on any of the girls in Germany recently, but I'm sure <laughs> like, if so something be, like that be. happened, they would tell me. Hopefully, but oh, uh, you're like, you'll just let them come to you. Right? Yeah. Like some um, I'm, some German kids gonna come up to you. Uh, people really, really need to practice safe sex. I, I cannot. It's condoms, condoms, condoms. You know when you need a condom? When she says you don't need a condom. That's when you need a condom. <laughs> <laughs> That's Is that your plug for the episode, just condoms? It was either save the 40 or wear condoms, guys. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's why. <laughs> save the 40. Catch, catch the 40. Catch the 40. I like I like save the forty two though. That's funny. <laughs> save, the funny 40. save the forty. Save the forty. I can't be sober on this float. Dude, you know what save the forty reminds me of? Is Ferris Bueller. Remember Ferris Bueller? Yeah. Um Wait, they'll just save Ferris calling me and calling me. So I go over <laughs> there. Yeah. Yeah. Remember they're like save Ferris. Save Ferris. Yeah, Save Ferris is like. Say Ferris? Say Ferris? <laughs> <laughs> and then remember when Nailing. she hits. Remember that when she hits the all the flyers out of that guy's ha- hands and he's like, hey, if you ever need anything for Ferris Bueller, what if you need something for Ferris? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Favorite movies. I really like yeah, the yeah. scene where uh, uh, they're looking at a painting and it keeps getting closer and closer and closer to the dot painting and it's sick. Yeah, yeah. And it goes up on Cam's face. Yep. Yeah. That's a great movie, dude. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Well, we'll have to end. We're, oh. about, to, we're about to wrap it up. Cool. Good. Around that hour. Inglorious yeah, Bastards. Inglorious Bastards? Absolutely. I understand all the German in it and it's hilarious. Dude, you really are all about the the German. The German. Yeah, I knew. I almost married oh, one of them. So. Oh wow. What do you, when? When's the last time you were in Germany? Um, I was. Oh, this was a long, long time ago. It's got to be four or five years ago. Oh wow. Which is a bummer. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to go back? Absolutely. But it's not yeah. a good time to travel right now, guys. <laughs> well, yeah, not now. I mean, I obviously don't mean now. I mean, like you know, in the in the future. Hey, but Chris, thanks for including me on this podcast. I'm I'm glad that I could uh, fill you in on my um my extroverted life. Dude, and, this was really um, fun. Yeah, thank I hope you. people learned a little bit from what I've shared. Um, and you know, always it's better to be safe than, than sorry. Um, you can always take less. You can't, you can't untake more. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like a dad. And I like yeah, very that's, wise. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I like it. Do you have any plugs or anything? Sorry? Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, um, add me like on restaurants? Snapchat? Snapchat? Uh, add me on Snapchat. Uh, it's, it's Sungerect. It's S U. 
N G E R E C H T. I have like over a thousand friends on there. Um, oh dang. Yeah. Uh, what about I would Instagram? like to shout out. Oh, my Instagram is the same oh, thing. Oh, sorry. Go, sorry, I keep interrupting you. <laughs> go yeah, on. Yeah, I'm doing my on. shout outs, bro. Yeah, man. Um, my bad. Then, my bad. Uh, everybody, support your, uh, your, you know, your bartenders and your servers. Don't forget about us. Uh, you know, uh, we're not essential, but freaking, I think, I think beer is essential. So, you know, <laughs> keep us in mind. You know, cash app all of us. You know. <laughs> Dude, do you have a do you have a Cash App? Um, or the Venmo? I uh, I I don't want people sending me money. It's cool. Dude, no, I I I don't want. <laughs> I have I don't Venmo. Want I have Cash App. Dude, um, it, don't you think it's kind of weird when people like plug their Venmos and Cash Apps? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't I don't appreciate it, and it's I like also you're kind of begging. Yeah, like, go and on. also, if you have a premium Snapchat account or an OnlyFans, I appreciate you guys, but also, I'm not paying $10 for nudes. Like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, un- dude, I don't understand the whole OnlyFans craze. You know what I mean? Because there's free well, porn. All the clubs are closed right now. What are the strippers going to do? Think of the strippers. <laughs> no, but I don't, no, I don't understand the demand for it. Who is paying for porn when there's so much free porn? Yeah, Pornhub and YouPorn. Oh, baby. Uh, did you notice the Pornhub thing saying stay home? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah, dude, I, I noticed. Dude, no, I was going to say, I stay off. Dude, I, speaking of addictions, I think porn addiction is a real thing. So I stay oh, well, away from it. Oh, definitely. You can oversensitize yep. yourself. Yep. And, Un- yeah, um, yep. Yep. Dangerous. Yeah. Dude, people yeah. don't think porn addiction is a real thing. It is. Oh, that is a thing. Because it, it makes you look at women differently in real life. Yeah, I, um, I you know appreciate what I mean? all the sex workers. Um, I really, you know, hats off to them for being able to do that. It's really hard. <laughs> hats off. Hat, pants off to them. <laughs> yeah, pants off, but... Uh, <laughs> Not a cup of tea. Um, I really, I think, uh, although that environment is not as healthy as it could be, um, no. because yeah. So, but I, Dude, we don't you know, have to explain why it's not healthy. It's pretty self-explanatory. You know, I would never date a porn star. Dude, they're talk about dirty people. <laughs> talk about dirty people, dude. Actually, wait. Actually, hey, well, they, they get, get tested every week. Yep, I was but, just gonna say yeah. they get tested. Yep, they get tested. Don't they? Yeah. Do you know uh, prostitution is legal in Canada and Germany and stuff? You actually pay taxes. It's legal can in Nevada too, right? Uh, can on the Bunny Ranch. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think it's legal in all of Nevada. I think. No, not downtown. There's only a few. There's only a few really? um, brothels. There's like two brothels out of two. Dude, you. I love it. You know from like experience. You're just like no, no, no. Right? Yeah, I got a lot. I got a lot up here, Chris. Dude, I like. Dude, you knew that right off the bat. Did you see how quick? Did you, how quickly you were like no, no. Yep, that that's false oh. info. Dude, that was. Funny. You're like yeah. So people questions? go down to Las Vegas thinking they can get a bunch of prostitutes, but it's 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 illegal on the street, and you can still get arrested for it. And uh, the only way it's legal is in like just a couple bunny ranches because it's in um, 
it's like it's it's like uh, I think it's a little loophole with like being on a reservation or something like that. Okay, but it's a crazy question. We'll end on this. It's a crazy one, dude. I think I'll ask you what you think, but I think prostitution should be legal. What do you think? I also agree. You also think um, it should be why? Um, one, uh, it could be more monitored. Um, there's going to be no one under the age of 18 being trafficked as a sex worker. There's more uh, contemporary slavery nowadays than there was when we had actual slaves. Um, mm. uh, there's more uh, trafficked uh, sex slavery uh, all the time around here. And I feel like just like when weed was legalized, it just has a little bit more uh, people looking at it and making sure everyone is safe. It's going to happen anyways. Whether you like yeah. it or not, it's going to happen anyways. And we'd rather have uh, some rules behind it to where we can actually make people safe, give them mm-hmm. um, what they need for uh, birth control, um, condoms, and uh, STD testing so we don't spread HIV and all that other jazz. Um, I think it worked out just fine in uh, in, in Germany and in Canada. And, um, yeah, I think it should definitely be, be legalized, even though it's not – what everyone wants, it's going to happen anyways. There's going to be people that are going to pay for sex, and there's going to be people that are going to do it. Like, I'd rather them be also, tested. Also, what about, like, freedom of, like, like a, a female's power over her own body? Like, it's her choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, what she wants to do. It, it, it is definitely her choice. Uh, above the age of 18, definitely yeah. her choice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, if, if, uh, they want to have an abortion or want to go on their own birth control, it's, it's literally their body to uh, decide what they want. And, um, yeah, I just think, yeah, I think uh, people uh, should have definitely rights to their own body and right to do whatever they want, whether they want to be a prostitute or not, I would not recommend it, but if they want to do that, just at least be safe about it. Yeah. I'm all for like more freedom just in general, I think, you know, but I mean, I don't know about with everything, but I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely <laughs> something. Yeah, something. Like maybe drugs. I might be cool with all drugs being legal. Just because, um, like you're saying, people are going to do them. If, dude, nobody's going to do meth just because it becomes legal. I, I think people do it anyway. Right? Um, like you're saying. Just, uh, you're right. Yes and no. Um, I I really I really think yes and no on that one. I I that one's a tricky one for me. What what's the no what's the no argument for drugs? Uh, for all drugs being legalized. Um, yeah, the too easy access. I I think it would just be way too overly easily accessed. Uh, now you got to know a guy to know a guy to know a guy and yeah. Um, Honestly, uh, it's it's just going to be way too easily accessible. And I think people that can get their hands on, um, like, prescription drugs, like, if everyone can just have Adderall all the time, I think it will be abused. I think there needs to be at least a little bit of, like, laws for it. Like, prescriptions are prescriptions for a reason. Yeah. You need a doctor, think, you need a reason to have it, and you need to be monitored. And now when it's not, if that all goes out the window, then that's very unsafe. And I, I think drug abuse would be rampant at that point. 
Yeah. I think the whole Adderall thing got totally out of control. Like when we were in high school, remember when everyone used Adderall? More college. More college. Absolutely. That is definitely still being abused today. And it's basically like speed, right? It is um, basically a, a, it's an amphetamine and um, there's different types. There's instant release ones and there's extended release ones. And uh, you can actually snort the pills to get high off of them. Um, you can crush them up and snort them. And uh, it has a similar effect to like, um, like meth. And it lasts like 12 hours. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. And they're, and they're just giving it to just these like college kids. Just everyone, right? Yeah. And just handing it, it out. It uh, makes them strung out. It makes them not eat. And I, it, it'll help you stay up for sure, but I don't think it makes you smarter. It might help you concentrate a little bit easier and try to pull that all nighter, but all you got to do is study it earlier and harder. You don't have to wait till the last minute and take a bunch of Adderall and stay up all night. You're going to do worse on your test. Oh, it's, it must be incredibly unhealthy for your body to do that. And yeah, yeah. Um, I dated a girl. Oh my god! And she was taking a bunch of uh, clonopin and Adderall daily, and drinking as well. And um, she, her liver is absolutely trashed. I do not see her living for another five years. Oh, and she's only like our age, right? Yeah, she's like she was like twenty one. Okay, wait. So she's younger than us. Yeah. Oh wow, dang, dude! You, oh my god, what's clonopin? Which one's clonopin? Uh, it's basically like a benzodiazepine, which is like Xanax. Mm-hmm. Okay, those are really bad yeah. ones. Yeah, those are really really addictive. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, bro. Well, well, thank you so much for coming yeah, no on, problem. man. Um, dude, anything you want to end on? You know, dude, let's dude. let's do this. Let's do this again soon. Yeah, there's a reason why I'm a bartender, Chris. I have stories on stories on stories to tell. And all Dude. of them, I will be brutally honest, they're all 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like a, you're like a movie that's like, this is based on a true story. But, right? That's fine. But yeah. it's actually all a true story. Dude, well, well, you'll have to come back on and then tell more stories, right? You can do that, right? Absolutely. You know, I'm in quarantine. I need a, you know, I was super happy when you texted me to see if I could be on a podcast. And uh, now all this is on the internet forever and anyone can look at it. So, <laughs> Dude, I'll text you and I'll text it to you and then you can share it on your stuff. And dude, this was really fun. Absolutely. I enjoy sharing. I'm always very open um, about anything, you know? Dude, and you're, you're like a nat, you're a podcast natural. You said it's your first podcast you've been on, but you, you've like, you're seem very comfortable. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. You know, <laughs> uh, I've always been the, the guy to hit up for parties or clubs or bars or shows or just have a good time. And, uh, you know, if, if you want to have a good time, come have a good time with me. You know, um, it's going to be fun. We're going to laugh about everything and, you know, we're going to come Dude, out of this like healthier, hopefully. Yeah. Well, next time I, I mean, we'll, we'll do this again soon, but next time I see you in real life, we're definitely going to have to like throw back some, some drinks. Absolutely. I'll make you whatever you would like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> whatever cocktail. Yeah, cocktail set. 
get some limes and we'll we'll make it work. All right, man. Well, cool. All right, thank you. All right. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. All right, have a good. Yeah, have fun tonight. Have a good one. Yeah, good to talk and good to talk to you too. Good to yeah, up. good to catch up. I, 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 trust me, I'm always thinking about you. Really, dude, that's good to hear. I mean, I think about it. Yeah, I'm, dude, it's because we're like the oldest. We're the oldest friends, right? Yeah, I, I don't, you're, I don't have anyone that I can compare you with at all. You're um, literally, you're literally my oldest friend. Not like Louie, and I'm that way. Yeah, because because we we were what like, un, we were what like one years old. <laughs> we were like one year old when we started. Yeah, out. I didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice, Chris. <laughs> exactly, we didn't have a choice. <laughs> we had to be friends no matter what. Absolutely. All right. All right, bro. All right. Take care. All right. Bye, Chris. All right. See ya. Bye. Thank you so much. Share and subscribe. Share, share, share. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe.